hello and happy Easter Sunday, everybody. It's the NBA strategy show. It may be a holiday, but we keep it going there. I mean, we got this. We got MLB live before lock. We've got NASCAR live before lock. And then you got the late slate, night slate NBA live before lock. Doing it big today, no matter what day it is. I'm Dave Locker and joining me, Josh Engelman on this Easter Sunday, brought the breakdown for NBA games. Second real day of the NBA playoffs. What's popping, bro? Not too much, man. Easy day here. I don't do anything for Easter. I don't think anybody's going to be surprised by that. So to, nope. to me, it's just Sunday and uh, we get playoff basketball. I will watch precisely zero seconds of this entire day because I'll be in the car the entire time. It kind of sucks. Oh, uh, you're going to uh, going to the fam to the parents? Coming up your way. Coming up but, your way. It's kind of a bummer. I want to watch that Brooklyn-Boston game, too. But you're not going up for Easter, right? No, I'm not going up for Easter. Okay, wasn't sure. No, you by the time a- I get there, it'll be 10 o'clock at night. You, so when are you leaving? Uh, basically the moment this show ends. Right. So you've already posted your contenders videos. I have. Yeah, you can find them. Good stuff. Happy <laughs> to have you guys with us. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet. Subscribe to the channel. Yeah, I can't wait. We're hitting the 100K by, I'm going to say, I think it'll probably be the end of next NFL season. That sounds reasonable, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, look, I want all the growth we can get at this point. We're going to have, oh, yeah. (laughs) We're going to have a party. But anyway, if you haven't done so, hit that thumbs up. I know not everyone can join us today, but those of you that can, that's great. We were going to do like a live before lock for NBA. I can't. I, I have to go somewhere. You basically can't either because I, you, I guess you could have pushed it back, but you probably don't want to get there at midnight either. Right. Yeah. Like it, it wouldn't have made a difference to me, but I'd but rather is, it be this way. Yeah. Right. Cause I'll well, be up. At, also, uh, I'll be up for six 30 tomorrow morning for the process. So uh, the earlier I can get to sleep tonight, the better. Yep. And there's good. There's probably a lot of people too, that are going to be traveling, you know, heading yep. out around 12 or one. So I think this makes sense. Plus you get MLB live before lock, take you straight up to one anyway. But yeah, subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so yet. 75,700 plus subs. Let's go. And if you want to join, hit that join down below. Get those free super chats each month, the custom emojis, sweet badges. There you go. Steven iced up in chat. He's got the year badge. I don't know where mine's at yet. It's got to be coming. Got to be on its way. It's lost in the mail. And I will always prioritize your questions and comments with our Discord members as well. So, all right, let's, uh, let's do this, man. We got four games. Atlanta, Miami, Brooklyn, Boston, Chicago, Milwaukee, New Orleans, and Phoenix. Let me say first, though, yesterday was fun. Anthony Edwards, them Timberwolves. I'm not saying they win this series, but pulling out a – it's a big win, right? You know, now yeah. you, the worst case is you go back home splitting games one and two uh, or splitting the first two games in a row. Anthony Edwards lit it up. Towns, big bounce back after all that foul trouble in the play-in game. Uh, D'Angelo Russell was quiet, but it didn't really matter. You had guy like McDaniels hitting big threes at the end of that game to keep the lead. It was it was a good one. He was he wasn't quiet. He was exposed. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, sure. But at the same time, like it is pretty ama- amazing that you didn't you didn't need a guy like that to score because yeah. Edwards and Towns just Edward. It's funny there were there was one group of people that that were saying that Anthony Edwards. And I'm serious. You can go back and search this on Twitter. And it's some people I know, too. I, I, and I, would, I don't specifically remember who it was, but I remember people that I follow, that follow me, that are in, like, known in the industry saying that Anthony Edwards is arguably the worst you know, first overall pick ever. This was a month and a half, two months into his rookie seat. Just egregious type commentary, right? He was then terrible the other- then, and then Cade did it again this year. <laughs> right. It, it, it's, they're, they're rookies. They're rookies. They're rookies. Like, and, and can we be a lot of them are rookies on bad teams? Yeah. Like yeah. they're forced into it. They're thrust into a role that like, sure, you played that role at college but, or wherever you came from. But it's a little bit different when, you know, Cade, Cade looked awful at the beginning of the season. But to, yeah. to just and this is why everybody advocated keep playing the dude as his price comes down for DFS because it's not yep. going to it's not going to be like this forever. It's just these hair trigger reactions are insane. But then you had Pat Bev on the JJ Reddick podcast a couple of weeks ago being like, yeah, he could be the next Michael Jordan. So uh, I think we might fall somewhere in between that. But props to props to Edwards, man. What a great game and his first playoff performance. Let's just I mean, we we snap react to everything like that. Oh, it's been two months. This guy, he's done. So like 
we do the same thing with Zion. He's 21. Yeah. <laughs> let's just let's pump the brakes a little bit. Normally he would have still he would have been a junior in college. Yeah, look, Julius Randle. We know what we know what's yeah. But no, uh I, no, I I'm love saying Zion. I love the future Julius for Edwards. Randall. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. But obviously, no. Yeah, I mean, Julius Randle plays. So I, I think though, there's uh I'm just busting your balls. I, I, I think it's fun to watch stuff like that because on Twitter, there's so many people that are just impression farming, you know, like trying to get people to respond to them. And they have the whole motto, of, you know, any attention is good attention. I'm not saying Jordan's, all of them, but there's Jordan's there's calling me out. What's up? Hey, oh, so is Sean Dre, but I expect Sean Dre to say dumb shit and chat constantly. Yeah, uh, I did think Edwards was trash because he was trash last year. That doesn't mean I think he's going to be trash. But he was unequivocally awful for like the first four months of last year. It, right. But I don't it's not less true. I don't recall you going around saying that he was arguably the worst first overall pick ever four months into his rookie season. No, I thought that it was crazy that he should win a rookie of the year because he was bad in his rookie year. That doesn't mean that I think that he's not going to grow and become a better basketball player. But I can't give people credit for what I think they're going to do four years from now. For last year's stats. But yeah, I thought he sucked because he sucked. But it didn't mean that I thought he was going to always suck. I'll tell you, too. Tyrese Maxey for a 21st overall pick. I mean, this kid, I think he's legitimately good. And not just like, oh, yeah, he can be a decent role player. This is a guy who yesterday dropped 38 points against a pretty good Toronto team on the same team with James Harden. I showed you that pass before the show, just the bounce pass, yeah, the half-court bounce, ridiculous. But if if you're the Sixers and you want to win, is there – and there's no way you disagree with me. If you want to win in playoff games, right, like consistently and actually make a run, I still think they're, they're dogs and, the, and the, the odds would bear that out. You do so by having games where Joel Embiid doesn't have to do everything. Yeah. And that's exactly what we saw yesterday. That's exactly why they dropped like 129 points and won by 20. I mean, I think it's even more interesting that you got 37 minutes out of Tobias Harris and he was nine of 14 from the field. Well, he was like, just he playing. Won't... He was playing really well, really well. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that's the key piece. Yeah. Like, whatever it... you get out of Maxi is a bonus. You just don't get good shit out of young players like that all that frequently, no matter who they are. Tobias Harris, to me, is the guy where, like, if he plays, I don't want to say worth his contract because that's not happening, but like, if he plays like a functional member of a basketball team, that's the difference maker to me for Philly. I don't disagree with that at all. If Tobias could just be like an 18 to 20 point guy in the playoffs, that's all you need from him. Yeah. Cause like clearly Maxie's not scoring 38 every game. <laughs> no, he's not. But what I'm saying is Maxie has proven that he can take over games as a yeah. second year player who was the 21st overall pick. You, you don't need him. And I was actually with some buddies of mine, my brother-in-law watching the game and, and one of his buddies uh, yesterday and, and we're talking about this. And I, I said the same thing. I was like, Maxie's not going to do this every night, but you don't need Maxie to do this every night. But if Maxie can be a consistent threat, he's, a, he's turned into a very good three-point shooter as well. Then that's how you win. You don't win by, by getting Embiid 25 field goal attempts uh, and just for, and getting to the line is great, but you're not winning that way against good teams. It, we've, it's proven time and time again, you can't win that way. Maybe he is going to do that every night. Sixty percent, yeah, 60% true shooting shot, 43% from three, doesn't turn it over, gets the rest of the team involved. Like, maybe he's just going to be great. I mean, he – I don't know. Are you being sarcastic? No, not at all. No, okay. He – that's what I'm saying. Like, is it possible that Maxi might end up – because he's very fast, too. And having a, having a facilitator like James Harden that just finds you no matter what and hits those tight windows before they close is huge. But, uh, yeah, I – you don't expect 38 every night, but can yeah. Maxi be a game changer? He, I, I think he can, but I, I've been pushing Maxi pretty aggressively most of this season. So I'm yeah. starting to feel pretty good about it. As I tweeted yesterday, playoff basketball is where everything that I say on these shows comes true. You Well, that's, that's, you have come around on Maxi. I'll put it that way. You were, you were not. I, I heavily touted him basically from the beginning of this season. Right, but I remember when I went out and bought that Top Shot moment, and I got a steal on it, right? And I bought real low cereal. That one's still doing quite well. You were like, yeah. eh, not a good buy. I said, why well, not? Well, I, I agree with that, too. 
What? What? I, How? It's it's no, it's Top Shot. I don't give a I mean, shit. I, I'm no, you didn't say because it, it was Top Shot. You said because he had no ceiling in this league. I still think that's true. Oh, see, here we go. This is what I'm talking about. What do you? Where, where are we going here? Look, I don't need like if Tyrese Maxey grows and becomes, let's just say. If I said that he has the the career of CJ McCollum, would you be like, okay, that's really good? I would take that. Yeah. Okay. But I like, think I, don't, be, I, I think, think owning anything of CJ McCollum's is meaningless. But that's that that's that's you know where I'm going. Like it's, I'm not trying to like invalidate Maxi. I just don't think that like whatever he gets to is ever going to matter in terms well, of like an well, asset. But it's. I got you, but it's kind of it's flawed logic from like a top shot perspective. Forget about the market right now. I sold most of my stuff a long time ago, right? So I'm not not and I'm no bag holder, Josh. I got a couple, but uh, mm. what I'm saying is, if you told me that when CJ McCollum, because I'll never forget DraftKings the first year that that CJ McCollum was was a starter to to open the year. DraftKings priced him at minimum salary to open up the slate, right? And yeah, like, right. But everyone was stoked on him. If Top Shot was around back then, you would not have said it was a bad buy because people are stoked on it, dude. And that's how the price rises. You know, yeah. I'm not holding this till he retires. I'm right. Yeah. That, well, that's the difference to me. Uh, as a flip, it's great. What, what do you mean the disrespect for CJ? What am I? Di- how am I disrespecting CJ? No, D- Darius. He's not. He's actually. I will back Josh here. He's not disrespecting CJ. He's saying that, like, it, it, from a top shot perspective, right? From a collectibles perspective, even if you're like a, a physical card collector, CJ McCollum, the card that only has can only give you get so much value. It's not, you know, Mike Trout of MLB upside, like Vlad Guerrero type deal, or or, or LeBron James, or or even you know Steph Curry, Luka Doncic. That's what you're saying. It's not an insult. Yeah. It's just those are kind of. They, 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 they have their, their capped kind of. Right. There's, a, there's only so much value in like the 25th to 35th best guy in basketball. Like I can't treat everybody like they're all LeBron James. Yeah. It doesn't mean well, like, that, I don't and- think that he's good on the floor, but from like a value perspective, you're not squeezing a ton at a CJ no. McCollum. All right. Let's get into this. By the way, 450 people watching already. I at like 10, 15, 10, 13. I had um, a really good crew yesterday. I did a make, I, I did a, a process show yesterday at eight o'clock and yeah. uh, I got like 200 people. It was, it was a good time, man. Nice. Eight a.m. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Atlanta and Miami. We actually got some stuff to talk about with Atlanta, man. Uh, Clint Capella's out at least a week. Ugh. I mean, that's not great, but Sucks. It, it does. But Hey, can we at least give uh, our boy Okongwa a little bit of credit? He was plus 21 last game played a ton of minutes in the second half as a starter, right? Played like nine minutes in the third, almost 10 minutes in the fourth. They came back from a 14-point deficit in the second half, and he played what? Look, did he stuff the stat sheet? No, but he was the furthest thing from a liability. And just to be clear, I'm not saying that, excuse me, Cleveland is Miami. I'm not, or Miami is comparable to Cleveland. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that. But Okongwu came out there and definitely held his own fill in some pretty big shoes for a guy like Clint Capello. He did. And now I don't know what Atlanta is going to do because the biggest trivia question here is does John Collins play and how does he affect that's huge. A Kong gorgeous dong, whatever they try doing. And if he center. does play, how many minutes does he play after being out for over a month? It Five is a, weeks. it is a question today that is really, really difficult and causes major problems because if Not Collins, really. Not really. Well, what what problems does it cause? I mean, John Collins could play 20 minutes or 34 minutes today, and so, that matters a ton. I think it matters for Okongwu. He's 5,800 on FanDuel, 5,100 on DraftKings. If there's no Collins, you don't even bat an eye. You just jam Okongwu in. You don't even think twice about it. But does Okongwu still play 30-plus if Collins is back? And we no, don't no, no, know no. how many I'll, minutes he can I'll, play? Wires got crossed. I agree with you. I thought you were saying it was a problem in terms of not knowing. I was going to say it's the earliest game, so at least we'll have that. I mean, this would right. suck if Atlanta was a 6-30 game tonight. And he's 6,300 on FanDuel, so you're probably not playing John Collins anyway, at least not with any sort of volume. On DraftKings at 5,300, 
he's in play. I gave him 24 minutes. He looks totally fine. I think Okongwu is the best guy that we're going to have here. Um, I like Kevin Herter as well at 4,700. Clearly going to someone like Trey Young is, is totally fine. But this isn't the best fantasy matchup in the world. It, we're lucky that there isn't one that breaks away from the pack the same way that Memphis and uh, Minnesota did yesterday. You know, 219 total. But you don't want to be taking on Miami. This is a, this is a tough spot for the Atlanta offense. It's brutal. Uh, you, you say it's not a great matchup. It's a bad matchup. Like it's a, it sucks. But at the same time, when it comes to Collins and Okongwu, I mean, Collins is 5,300, like you pointed out. That makes things really intriguing if he plays and we get any idea of whether or not he's going to be limited. But it is a foot. And it, it's also possible that Collins just doesn't play at all. And, and, and like you were saying, if Collins ends up not playing, that makes it a whole lot easier for us to kind of just get an idea of what we're working with here. Uh, I would yeah. once again assume that that you have Bogdanovich closing this game out, as we've seen. Uh, I, I think it's fair to say that Okongwu probably closes it out if there's no foul trouble or any issues there. If you, if you disagree, that's fine. I'm just I'm just throw, I'm just setting the table here. I have no but, idea. <laughs> no, last game granted bigger front court for. For the uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers, but Trey Young, Herder, Hunter, get oh, no, I'm sorry, that was that was a weird rotation there because Gallinari came off and then came back on to close it. Um, but yeah, Okongwu was out there along with Bogdanovich to close this game. Could be Collins, depend. You know, if they're down four, I was saying if is, Collins doesn't play. Oh, if Collins doesn't play, I don't think there's a chance that Okongwu doesn't close unless he's just not available to be on the floor any longer, they are going to need that sort of body. If they go to like a gallo at the, if they have to go to a gallo at the five, Atlanta is not going to be the Miami offense will be good enough to just bludgeon them. They won't be able to stop them. They'll put gallo in a pick and roll over and over again. And that's just going to be game over for him. So yeah, if there is no Collins, uh, a Kongu barring foul trouble or injury will be closing this game for Atlanta. If there is a Collins, it could be Okongwu, it could be Collins, Hunter, Herder, Bogdanovich. Like, I, honestly, the way that DeLon Wright was playing against Cleveland, he probably should have been out there more in the, at the end of the fourth quarter. There, Other than Trey Young, I don't have any confidence in anybody being a part of their closing rotation. Me neither. And also, other than Trey Young, how many of these guys do you feel great about if Collins is in? Uh, Okongwu is just sort of like the easiest guy to want to get to, but I don't really love much of Atlanta if John Collins happens to be in. I think he he eats up too much usage. He eats up too many extra minutes. Like, you would like to play John Collins if John Collins were going to play 30-plus minutes. We don't know that status any longer. So getting the news on Collins dictates everything for Atlanta. It's huge. But at the same time, we can set it up so you, you have a good idea of what to do, right? And uh, ownership projections, the boom bust tool, all of that stuff. When, when they're updated, we'll, we'll put you in a good spot too. We don't have any free tools today. We Sunday's the only day we don't have free tools. Every other day we've been doing a ton of, of free tools uh, for you guys to check out. But uh, if you're interested in, and I, I don't see why you wouldn't be, because there's still going to be a lot of basketball left. Awesome. O plus NBA monthly. Uh, if, if, if you want to check out everything we have, or you could do weekly, it doesn't matter. Whatever your budget is, you can do an express pass to get the rankings, the lineup builder, the, the ownership rankings, uh, player rankings, and a bunch of other stuff, our premium Discord. Uh, or you could just go all out and do every sport. I mean, a ton of sports going on right now. Yeah, USFL, that was a debacle over there on DraftKings yesterday. Uh, did you hear it happen? I mean, I don't even want to watch the NFL, so I definitely don't have any idea what's going on in the USFL. Oh. I'm going to watch Philly tonight. We got a Philly team, but uh, all of, of the ownership, are. all of the ownership was visible after the first game and the three other games are today. So fantastic. And they free roll. They, they're, they're Adam told me, cause I didn't play uh, yesterday. A big contest all filled up, but uh, he had said uh, that they're reimbursing everybody for the yeah. losses. So it was well, a free roll. I mean, if you got in, that was a great day to play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. But no, I, I'm not messing with that kind of garbage. No, but you could do NASCAR. I, I, I'm, I'm actually going to get in next week. I got to get in early, or if they don't give out a thirty thousand free tickets. But uh, Wait, yeah, for NASCAR. No, no, no. They did for the USFL. I'm saying. Oh, I was just like, oh, what, what's in NASCAR next week? Like, what do no, I got to do? 
Dude, we got a great NASCAR team and great tools for that. PGA, esports, MMA, anything, baseball, you name it. Uh, awesome.com slash join if you want to get in on that. All right, let's talk about Miami on the other side. Yeah. PJ Tucker's questionable, but he said he's going to play. And then guys like Gabe Vincent, probable, Deadman, questionable. Uh, I- I'm not reading off some of these other guys. Markeith Morris is questionable. So at, at this stage of the game, what do you, because we haven't seen Miami yet in the postseason, game one. What do you think the rotation looks like today, just in terms of how many people get on the floor and how many of them play notable minutes? It's a weird team, kind of. Uh, I'm thinking we see nine guys today. Uh, the ninth guy for me is kind of up in the air. Like, obviously, you're getting big minutes out of Butler and Bam and Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero, and those are the four primary guys that you're going to be looking at today. I think Max Struess probably plays enough minutes to be interesting. 3,800 on FanDuel, 4,200 on DraftKings. You get uh, shooting guard small forward eligibility. I don't think Tucker will be out there enough yet. Uh, this doesn't really seem like a breaking case of emergency. I need 34 minutes out of PJ Tucker day. So Duncan Robinson's role has been reduced pretty dramatically. I, I think he's still a part of the rotation, but not out there a lot. The, the final guy that I don't really know what, like, is it Oladipo? Is it Caleb Martin? Is it Gabe Vincent? I think that last spot can kind of be anybody. And I don't think that whoever it is matters. It certainly doesn't matter if it's Victor Oladipo, who's, 5,700 on DraftKings. I don't know why. It's like they added two days of salaries together for him. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. He is fully full stop unplayable on DraftKings. He's the flat minimum on FanDuel, which makes a bit more sense. But I don't even know if he sees the floor. The guys you want to play, though, are Butler and Bam. They're not priced correctly for the playoffs. Jimmy Butler is 8,500 on FanDuel. 8,400 on DK. I got him in for 37 minutes. I think he looks like an absolutely amazing play. Same scenario for Bam. 8,300 on FanDuel. Plus, with the, he has the power forward eligibility. Even better. 8K on DraftKings, just center. Doesn't matter. This is the spot. He can destroy. I mean, he, Bam is incredible to begin with. Uh, Okongwu, not the best at staying out of foul trouble. I think that's going to be a real nice benefit for Bam. Uh, Bam will have no problem tuning up John Collins if he comes in there at center or Gorgie Jang. So I think Bam's in for a big one. Butler and Bam are the two key pieces for me. I wonder if people are going to see Victor Oladipo's game to close out the season on that Sunday and be like, ah, maybe, uh, maybe he's viable. It's funny though, because when Victor Oladipo plays 36 minutes in a meaningless game, you know, that's, uh, that that's not exactly encouraging for his playoff prospects. Now, if he's, if he's diving into those minutes, Everyone should think, I wonder why he hasn't been playing at all before. Yep. Yeah, there's a very clear reason then. So I think he might be the last guy in the playoff rotation. If you told me it's Gayla Martin, I would totally believe that as well. They've got a lot of options for that ninth guy or not playing anyone there and turning it into an eight-man rotation. So, okay, just to recap, because Miami is in a little bit, in some sense, a weird team like that. Uh, Are there any, and it's four games slate. So it's it's not huge, but it's also not like these two game play in slates either. Are there any priorities for Miami today? Uh, I mean, for me, Bam Adebayo on both sites is a priority. Okay. Ownership yeah, doesn't really say that. It's just like a bunch of guys in like the high teens, low twenties. Like we've got PJ Tucker with the most ownership on DraftKings. Uh, I know, and he did say he's going to play. So I don't love it. I don't love it, but I, I I do truly understand it at least at thirty three hundred. I, I mean, maybe not the maybe not the highest on the team, but he's not you know he's not pulling fifty percent. It's yeah. just if you have PJ Tucker out, how many minutes are you giving Tucker today? I gave him twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, Tucker generally getting more minutes than that would be beneficial. Anybody getting more minutes, but for a yeah. guy that's like such a low output guy. It would be nice, but he's almost minimum salary. So that's all it is. Yeah, look, I understand. He's a perfectly fine point per dollar play. I think I prefer Max Struess at 4,200. You get shooting guard, small forward, so you can put him at guard forward, utility. Just a little bit more flexibility. I think those guys look pretty similar today. Want to talk about Brooklyn and Boston here? Absolutely. So Brooklyn, four-point dogs on the road in Boston Celtics still without Robert Williams. It looks like he's going to miss at least the first round of the playoffs. So yeah, that's rough. And uh, shocker Ben Simmons is still not ready to go. I mean, look, everyone's saying he might be available by game four. 
I'm going to go ahead and say no, but. I mean, Steve Nash just keeps talking like, oh, has Ben been able to do this? Or like, no, he hasn't done anything. No. And it's like, I, what? <laughs> Nash, Nash seems uh, genuinely distressed, or not even distressed by this. He seems genuinely annoyed by it. Yeah, he probably is. Probably is. I don't know. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, Josh. Are we, are we doing the George Bush Won't version of this? Again. Yeah. Joe Mackey has a great joke. Shame on, that. on, on me. <laughs> Durant and Irving. Another matchup that's not particularly good. I mean, Boston no. is good at slowing you down. They're a good defensive team. Uh, what's the total in this one? 224? Yeah. And yeah. for a Brooklyn game, that's pretty low. But it's still Kevin Durant who can score on anybody. We're in the postseason now. How do these guys? How do these guys rank for you compared to the Giannis's and the and the Tatum's and the Trey Youngs and, and everybody else that's you know ni- like ninety eight k plus or ninety eight hundred plus at least on DraftKings? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't really like Kyrie at all at ten two. He's he's dead last for me in terms of things you could pay up for. Um, Durant is a little bit better. I, I think he's pretty comparable to Jason Tatum. Uh, he's not getting any ownership, so that's appealing. Tatum getting a little bit more. Uh, but to me, Giannis is the clear best pay-up option. He's $200 more expensive than Kevin Durant, and I have him projected for like 13 more fantasy points. So I don't even think they're even – like I can't even talk about them like they're the same thing today. Um, I just prefer Giannis that much. But I, I don't I don't really see a path to Kyrie today at 10-2 in comparison to the – like. Clearly, you can play Kyrie Irving. We all know that he has a ceiling. He can go for 60 fantasy points today. Not going to be like, you're not going to be flabbergasted that Kyrie went for one. But I think he is the least likely guy to succeed out of Giannis, Durant, himself, Tatum, and Trey Young. I agree. Jeff Williams, $10 super chat. Thanks, brother. Playing one lineup on DraftKings. If you could only play one, would it be Butler or Bam? Love the matchup for Bam, but center prices are way low across the board. It would likely be Bam for me. Um, I think you're going to be able to build a lineup that looks very similar with either one of them. So to me, they're basically like coin flippy. The, the fact that you have to put Bam at center is sort of the only limiting factor. So it sort of depends on the rest of the lineup. Like if you like DeAndre Ayton or Vooch today, it makes it a little bit easier to get away from Bam and lock in Butler. But if you're less high on Vooch or Aiton, I think those are the only two guys that really compete with Bam today. So and we're seeing DeAndre Aiton get 30-something percent ownership. So if, you, if you're even just trying to get away from that, I think it makes Bam look a little bit more interesting. Center prices, yeah, they're not crazy. But I also don't think there's any pure smash spots at center. Like, Bam's in a very good spot for sure. But you know, Joe Val's going up against... Phoenix, yeah. he can he can always produce, but his price has come down considerably. Agreed. Uh, Vooch has a matchup against Milwaukee. I, I don't think that's a terrible spot, although Brooke Lopez probably doesn't get the respect he deserves defensively. Uh, Aiton's in a good spot against the Pels. Pels just are such a good team at limiting opposing rebounds. So, you know, do we see some – it probably doesn't matter. Um, do you think eight? Well, actually, let me wait till we get to that one because it's an interesting spot. All I'm saying is center pricing is good, but there's nobody that I look at and say, yeah, he should be 50% tonight. I'm with you. It, it's a look, we've got Bam, Vooch, Joval, Okongwu, Tice, and Brooke Lopez all basically like 16% owned. Good luck mm-hmm. sifting through that. I think that makes sense, though. Yeah, so do I. What do you think about the rest of Brooklyn? I mean, is there anything here? Do, do people really want to go back? And I'm not saying you shouldn't, but to Seth Curry after that dreadful performance. I mean, Seth Curry for 4,500, if he's going to get 34 minutes, is certainly in play. We're seeing Bruce Brown get a little bit of love. Again, I think that's fine. I, the pricing here isn't great. But I think if you want to take a shot at anybody, like – Maybe $4,600 Nick Claxton. He's 4800 on FanDuel. You also get the power forward eligibility. I find Brooklyn to be, I don't know, maybe the worst team on the slate. Let me just, let me actually look if I, if I think that that's true. Um, you find Brooklyn to be maybe the worst what? The, the worst DFS uh, option today. Oh, okay. 
Let's see. Brooklyn has the least, here it is. Brooklyn has the least amount of projected ownership right now. Their aggregate ownership, 51%. The next closest team is Milwaukee at 94. 50, wow, 51% on a, on a four-game slate. Aggregate yes. ownership, very low. Yeah, so I think that they are likely the worst team that you can get to today. Okay. I don't have any disagreements there. I mean, yeah, you I'm, have what, – what else really at this rate are you going to feel – even remotely decent about getting to. There's not there's not much there. Plus, you know, you had Drummond play 19 minutes last game. I have no, I have zero faith in that center rotation right now at all. No, no, it could be anybody. I and, don't trust it. And, and, and without Robert Williams, you can easily just run KD at the five a lot more often than you'd want than you could if it was Robert Williams in a Horford front court. Horford's a fine player. He's a good defensive player, but you can close and you can play extended minutes. I think with Durant at the five without issue. I don't disagree at all. I think they're going to have to, especially if they're behind. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about Boston on the other side, by the way, hit that thumbs up, Josh, almost 700 people watching on an Easter Sunday strategy show. How about that, man? You can't really beat that. That's a, that's a pretty good deal. We should have yeah, dressed up like rabbits or some shit. We should have done it. Should have done it. I always do something for Halloween. Everyone else is, is corny and won't do it. Yeah, same. I don't I don't care about holidays. You also have read receipts on your your iMessages, which is like actual psychopath shit. I have what? Read receipts on your iMessages, which is psychopath shit. Why is that psychopath? What I don't why would anyone ever want anyone to know when people read their text, when you've read someone's texts? I don't give a shit if anybody knows what I do. Oh, see, not me, not me. I, I don't. I want. I want to keep them guessing, man. Oh, I just. I well, I don't I, care if they're like, oh, he read it and didn't respond for three days. I don't give a shit. That is true. That that you would be the perfect candidate to have read receipts on and just not give a shit at all. Um, I, I, I don't even know how to turn it off. I didn't know that I turned it on. Oh, you didn't even know you had read receipts on. No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's one of those things. I'll never, I'll never quite understand it, but in your case, you didn't even know. No, like I've never checked the button that where I was just like read receipts. That sounds like something I should do. I have no idea how that got turned on or off. Huh. It's in messages and settings. Yeah. I, like, I don't, I don't care. AOD Lafayette has the playboy tattoo. Nah, pal, you got the wrong guy. You don't know. Um, absolutely not. Play silhouette. I got the silhouette of Hughes junk. Do you have any? Is that the Playboy tattoo? Not yet. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. That wasn't even intentional. Soon enough. Oh yeah. Soon enough. We'll do it. We'll do it around the finals. All yeah. right. So, where are we at now? Boston. Marcus Smart. I think he's probably a good place to start. They're four point favorites today. Uh, yeah. This is one of those matchups that really isn't all that bad. We, we've run in this, we've encountered some some ugly matchups so far, but this one not all that bad. Marcus Smart though, his prices dipped down into that mid five k range. Al Horford pro was playing big minutes in the regular season. I don't see why that changes today. I'm not obviously he's not a priority, but do you get big minutes again from Horford? It's hard to believe you don't in a playoff game. Yeah, I gave him thirty two. I don't really find Boston to be all that interesting on DraftKings outside of Marcus Smart, who's clearly priced incorrectly. I got him in for 35 minutes. We have him projected for 39% ownership. I totally agree with it. So I don't have anything else to say for Smart. I just think everybody's sort of priced appropriately on the DraftKings side. On the FanDuel side, however, not the case. Jason Tatum is $500 cheaper. He's 28% owned on FanDuel, 12 on DraftKings. Jalen Brown is $1,000 cheaper. He's 30% owned on FanDuel, 7 on DraftKings. Marcus Smart is also uh, very easy to get to on FanDuel. Daniel Tice is 4100 on FanDuel with power forward eligibility, $800 cheaper than he is on DraftKings. He's 42% owned right now, completely warranted. I think Derek White is worth a shot on FanDuel at 4,900. Horford probably a little too, too expensive. So if you're playing on FanDuel today, getting Tatum, getting Brown, getting Smart, getting Tice, all very, very easy and things that you're going to be forced to do. On DraftKings, it's Smart that's an obvious 
high end option today. And then you're sort of just like picking and choosing if you need anything else from Boston. Jordan, you see that? I just realized I'm iced up, bro. Got, got, got the 12 month badge iced up. God, that looks good next to the wrench, man. Real I think way. it looks better. What I think my version looks better. What signing in on the awesome account more or less. Yeah. Chicago and Milwaukee. And hold on. Let me, let me see something real quick. All right. 750 okay. people watching. What is a good, I'm going to, I'm going to defer to you here, Josh. What is a good likes total by the time this show is over? Cause there's a lot of people watching for a four game. I mean, we should be way over 250 right now. Just right I would have thought the gate. so as well. I would have right thought out of so the gate. Well. I would have agreed. But, I mean, 300 seems reasonable. We still got two games to go. Some good people in here. It's Easter Sunday. You know, spread the love. Spread the love, everybody. Let's resurrect these like totals, Josh. What do you say? I can't say anything right now. (laughs) All right. All right. Chicago this doesn't feel like the day that I should be the one that keeps talking. What do you mean? I don't know. I probably got a couple of jokes that'll get me fired. That wasn't a bad joke. That wasn't like sacrilege or anything. It was just no. Where, but I was going to pile on top of it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's not do that. I can't help myself. My wife's at church right now with the baby. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's that's fun taking a thirteen month old to church. Not easy, man. Not easy. But here I am working on Easter. All right. Well, do they have any? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I let's let's I wait can't. till tomorrow. I can't. wait till tomorrow. I even had a story I wanted to tell you about, but I thought on Easter probably shouldn't do it. I brought the one I texted you the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I t- I told Adam about it, and he was just. Just like wholly unamused by it. And I'm thinking, man, if Josh were here right now, we would get we would get into this. Yes. Yeah. So I just I can't th- help myself sometimes. Maybe Thursday. Maybe I, I I messaged you two things, but one that I wanted to say that right, well, I, let me I, talk I definitely for, can't say on this stream. Let me talk first and set this up and then we'll and then we'll make it happen. Yeah. Uh, Underdog Fantasy, also sponsor of the strategy show. I love this site, I love the app. Doesn't matter what you're doing, best ball for for uh, football or basketball. Hopefully, you guys got into the dance for the playoffs, 30K to first. But they still had the 15K Sunday tip-off today, 3K up top. And if you sign up using the promo code AWESOMO, you'll double your first deposit up to $100. A-W-E-S-E-M-O, double your first deposit up to $100. Uh, they've got awesome contests. And when football rolls around, I mean, it's just going to be insane. Million dollars up top. They still got great stuff for basketball. You know, they have a player prop type contest as well. Anything you can think of over there at Underdog Fantasy. Go to underdogfantasy.com, download it in the App Store, Google Play Store, wherever it is, and use that promo code AWESOMO to get double on your first deposit up to 100 bucks. All right, Josh, how are we attacking Chicago today? They're the biggest dogs on the slate, uh, along with the, the Pelicans. Both of them are 10.5-point road dogs. Uh, Milwaukee, big favorites, 229.5 total here. Uh, I know it could blow out, but I'm really not worried about that. I think minutes are still big no matter what, even if this game gets a little wonky towards the end. I think they look great. I I mean, we've got a lot of ownership coming into these guys. Uh, DeRozan, Levine, and Caruso are all in the 20s on DK. Those guys are in the 30s along with Vooch on FanDuel. Uh, Patrick Williams still looks good on FanDuel. Like I, I have DeRozan in my sim. In the optimal on FanDuel, 25%. Levine, 25%. Vooch, 33%. Patrick Williams, 21%. Caruso, 32 I love the starting five for Chicago today. If this game happens to stay competitive, these guys are playing 34, 36. I, I assume DeRozan's playing 40 minutes no matter what. I think Levine's going to play every minute he can handle. I actually like the idea of attacking Chicago. I just assume that they get their ass kicked because they're not very good, and Milwaukee is very good. Yeah. I wanted to say something. I forget what it was, but I've been there, man. I thought it was important. Oh, someone said, someone said, uh, that's it. Uh, yeah, that you would you get taken out by lightning 
on the stream if 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 and, and so i think someone knows where was someone said you'd burst into flames if you walked into a church it's the one after i responded saying that he doesn't have the guts to take me out uh, um, that's it okay yeah i mean yeah. i walk into churches but it's usually for weddings and funerals and by usually i mean only for weddings and only funerals. yeah yeah uh i i was I, i'm i'm very much anti-crocs go with me here for a second okay <laughs> sure just, this is not a non sequitur. It, it comes, you know. How There's no way it has anything to do with the Chicago Bulls. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, are, do you wear Crocs? No. Okay. Would you wear Crocs? Yes. You would. See, I, I am, I can't do Dep it. Depends what you're asking me to do. Like, from, what, from everything I understand, they are exceptionally comfortable. If I have to be, like, out at the grill for, like, two hours... I think it would probably be a really nice shoe to have on. I would never buy them. They would just have to show up at my house. Would you go, right. Would you go to in public, like happily with them on, like a pair of camo Crocs? Okay, so here's the thing. Obviously, I'm the type of person that is going to do, like not even necessarily the thing that I want to do for the gimmick. So I can't say no, but I assume the answer is no. Okay. I wasn't sure if you're just going to try and be different with me to piss me off. But right. anyway... So my, I have a hard time answering the question because I don't know if I mean what I say. I got, I got <laughs> my brother-in-law. I was at his place yesterday and he, he's got these Crocs on and his wife's just laying into it. Like, you know, take those off. I can't, you look ridiculous. I'd rather you wear your, your work boots, which you'll wear like anywhere, which is hilarious. And, and my other, our other buddy was like, I wear them everywhere. So he sends us a picture of him at Wawa this morning with Crocs on Mark, my brother-in-law, it's eight o'clock. And he's like, yeah, I'm walking in the church right now. Dude's got Crocs on going in the church. It's instant one way past the hell. You wear Crocs in the church. Is it? Is that so much worse than the, the man upstairs being a sandals guy? That's not exactly proper footwear either. And I'm not a big Jesus sandals guy either, but yeah, I mean, like if if Jordan's footwear was, or if uh, Jesus's footwear was like a pair of Jordan ones, it'd be different. But I mean, he was wearing crappy shoes too. Yeah, but the Crocs, man, I, I, I can't look. And I don't, I got nothing against, like I said, a lot of my family members wear them and it's like, hey, do you, bro? But I, I can't. Do I mean, in theory, uh, Jesus made those. That's his shoe anyway, right? Like he's got a, Okay, let me let me ask you this, and then and then we'll, we'll keep going. It's a polarizing subject in the summer, right? Yeah. No, I'm not wearing them in the water park like Gillis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in the summer, though, because everyone's like, "God, these are just so comfortable." Like, so are slides. A good pair, a good pair of slides. You know, yeah. give me a good pair of slippers. Like, I, the, the whole comfort element to me does not outweigh the aesthetics of them. That's what I'm saying. Look, here's the deal. It's 2022. At least as a man, I don't know why women refuse to get with the program at this point, but all of the shoes that I wear are comfortable now. <laughs> like the Right. Uh, that's like, what I mean. You're not, not wearing uncomfortable footwear. No, they're not. I'm not wearing wooden clogs on a day to day any longer. Everything that I wear is the utmost of comfort and it's not even trying to be comfortable. So I, I can't lean. I don't need the, the marginal gain of comfort by switching to Crocs does not make up for the hideousness that are Crocs. Correct. Okay. I'm glad. Thank you for indulging me on this, by the way. I felt like it was worthwhile. I mean, I'm happy to indulge you. There's no chance that was worthwhile. <laughs> I don't know. Chat says differently. Okay. So outside of anyone, is there anyone else for Chicago that's viable today? And then we can get to Milwaukee. Uh, I think you could take a shot on Desunmu if he's just sort of the guy that falls into more minutes. You know, Patrick Williams gets into foul trouble. Someone has to step up as like a sixth person. Um, but to me, it's DeRozan, Levine, Vooch, Williams Caruso and then there's like a pretty firm line after that mark Caruso though the guy that stands out most on DK uh, Vooch honestly the guy that stands out most on FanDuel 6900 so Giannis is 11k 
And we're almost at 250 likes. So I appreciate that. We got three to go. We'll get there. No problem. I think we hit 300. Giannis is the highest priced guy on DK. Only 21% right now. And I get it because just pricing is a lot more restrictive on, on sites like this. But man, when if you can make it work with some decent Giannis lineups, uh, going up against Chicago in, in a spot where Chicago's defense has just been consistently on the decline. They have no interior defense to speak of at all. This could be annihilation from Giannis. I, I don't see how not only do you stop him, I don't see how you slow him down with the personnel that they have in the front court. I got him at 1.8 DK points per minute in this one in 36 Insane. minutes. This is the playoffs now. I, he's very clearly the best option on the slate, in my opinion. I have him projected for 65 DK points. The next closest guy is at 52 like the, the gap here is massive. Chicago's defense is terrible. They don't have a chance at slowing down Giannis. If for some reason they sell out to slow down Giannis, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton should absolutely destroy the Bulls. I just do whatever you can to get to Giannis. He's the clear best payup option. I feel the exact same way on FanDuel where he's 11-5. Holiday and Middleton look even better on FanDuel. Middleton is $1,000 cheaper on FanDuel than he is on DraftKings and has extra eligibility. So go to the big three on the FanDuel side. On the DK side, Giannis should be your overwhelming priority, the best payup option you're going to get to today. All right. I got him at 35% usage with 63% true shooting, a 30% assist rate, which is also highest on the team, and a 19% rebounding rate, which is also the highest on the it's team. Crazy. This guy's insane. Giannis, and, and then you, and then you just factor in, and I know you mentioned this that that Budenholzer doesn't have to, you know, if if this game stays close, he gets big minutes. Even if it's not close, you're like, okay, fine, I got 33 minutes from Giannis. He's still almost the two fantasy point per minute guy in a spot like this. What's it matter? I have his ceiling if he plays 36 minutes at 86 fantasy points. If he plays 30 minutes, his ceiling is still high enough that it. Like he could be the guy, even if this is a blowout. Yeah. Now, I think the rest of Milwaukee is just kind of impossible. I won't say hit or miss, but kind of just take them or leave them or, or spread it around a little bit from Lopez. And I think that's a reasonable price on Lopez, mid 4K. I have no issues with that at all. He's not exciting, but, you know, maybe he gets hot from beyond the arc and starts draining some, uh, get racks up a couple blocks. He's a good shot blocker. So there's a little bit of upside there. And then you're just into like the Connaughtons and, and Middletons and, and holidays. I will say though, I thought with, with DraftKings lowering a lot of these mid-range salaries that you might get a, and you can talk Fandle as well. I thought you might get a little bit cheaper holiday and Middleton for this. I, I didn't assume that Middleton would be 8K plus, but here he is. Yeah. Uh, I don't love it on DK. To me, they just look fine at those two prices. It's the Fandle price on Middleton that really stands out. That's, He's, he's mispriced on FanDuel now that they're in the playoffs. These guys are going to be playing 36 minutes a game. Yeah. The rest of it, though, like Lopez, Portis, Allen, Connaughton, like I don't, I don't really see it. It's not but really, it's really a great prices. If you, like if you land on a little bit of Lopez, it's fine. I, I don't see yeah. an issue with the prices, but they're not exciting. No, not at all. All right. Not at ready all. To, uh, ready to finish this one off? Yeah, more Last than a game? little bit. What's that? More than a little bit. All right. So I don't want to talk question, about this game at all, man. One Phoenix question is before smack we, the one, shit out of the Pels. One question before we do, and I want to hear from chat too, because we got 850 people watching right now. Okay. If one player, and if there's one player in the league that you're like, that dude definitely only wears Crocs. Who is it? You told me like Stephen Adams was that guy. I would totally believe it because who's gonna who's gonna tell him differently? I was thinking like a Kyle Kuzma, but Kyle Kuzma goes so out of control that Crocs would almost be too generic for him. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, don't know. maybe like an Alex Caruso. I don't know. But James Harden had a jacket on yesterday with a stuffed flamingo hanging off of it. Of course he did. Oh, Van someone said Westbrook. That's, that's a good one. Dude, Westbrook's totally. I get. I bet he's right. Westbrook's got the Crocs on day and yeah, night. Yeah, but he he would also have like a blouse on too. <laughs> he, did. he did, he did. Yeah. Okay, I I'm going Westbrook. I think that's a solid, solid answer. 
And I don't think Ayo said any soft player wears cracks. Dude, Stephen Adams, if Stephen Adams rocks cracks, I'm going to tell him they look great, pal. You, can you get me a pair? He just picks up and carries grown men on the basketball court to different places. (laughs) I'll do whatever that guy wants, man. And with the hair and the tattoos, he looks like one of those ancient tribal warriors that like swings one of those, were they maces? You know what I mean? And just bashes heads in. But you know what I'm talking about. I do. Like if Steven Adams took a sword and put it straight through your sternum, you'd go, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't struggle to do it. No, not at all. And he's got the Australian accent too, which is just even more uh, intriguing. New Orleans and Phoenix. Like I said, these two games had the biggest spreads. Pelicans, 10 point, 10 and a half point dogs against the Suns, 224 total. Suns, I'm assuming, are still favored to win the finals, but uh, only real injury news we're talking about, not, not worth talking about, but to note in this game is Landry Shamit is questionable. For New Orleans, though, in a much more difficult matchup than we saw them in either of the play-in games, how do we look to prioritize some of these prices or some of these guys on McCollum and Brandon Ingram and, and Jonas Valanciunas to clear big three of this group? Yeah, so these guys are going to get smacked pretty bad in this series, but there's still some value to be had. I think Brandon Ingram at 8,200 on FanDuel, 7,800 on DraftKings is the guy that stands out most here. They're, he's just going to play more now than he had been. Um, he's still working his way back for a bit. I think we're now finally going to see Brandon Ingram play 36, 38, upwards of 40 minutes if they have to, just to try to make this work. Like they're doing anything that they can. We saw Brandon Ingram play 43 minutes against the Clippers. I gave him 38 here. Uh, 40 is probably a more likely scenario, but otherwise he's just not properly priced. He's not, it's it's just another guy that's not priced. Like it's the playoffs. Like everybody's being pretty slow to react to the fact that all of the good players play more minutes now. So get to Ingram. I think CJ's price on FanDuel at 8K is fine. Uh, He's probably my favorite Pelican on FanDuel. Joval kind of scares me. I don't know how necessary he's going to be. Uh, that might be a real problem. He might get roasted pretty bad from a Chris Paul perspective. It wouldn't shock me if we got to see more Larry Nance here once again, trying to go a little bit smaller to hang with the Phoenix Suns. But Brandon Ingram is the guy that I have my eye on most. I don't want to prioritize anything else. If I needed to pick a second guy from the Pelicans on DraftKings, it would be Herb Jones. Was there another $10 super chat from earlier that I missed, Jordan? Can you, can you check for me? Thanks. Uh, John Cooper with a super chat. Jimmy Butler seems like a Crocs guy. Yeah, he does. I should have asked who at Awesomeo is a Crocs guy. That, that is a question. Hold on a that has very obvious answers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who, who is it? No, we're not doing that, man. No, you just said no, no, no. No, we are. If you say no, it is very. No, no, no. Wait, but you have someone like distinctly in mind. Yeah, so do you. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. I, John I, Collins is officially in per chat. Okay, good stuff, John. Con- now we just have to see what the minutes look like. You still got about two hours till, till tip. A lot of Eric's coming in. A lot of, a lot of, a couple Gregs coming in. Jordan, nah, Jordan doesn't. Nah, Jordan might. You do wear Crocs. Do you have a pair? Honestly, Jordan. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. He paints his nails pink. He obviously has Crocs. Yeah, drinking boba tea or whatever it is with his uh, with his Crocs on. All right. So where was I? Do and does anyone from Osmo wear Crocs? Oh yeah, and you said it's obvious. It is. I bet I wouldn't be shocked if Adam wore them. I've always, I, I was would, thinking the other day, like what type of footwear do all the awesome people wear? Because I never see their feet. It's a good thing. Yeah. Like what's, what, what do we need to start an awesome only fans of just our feet? What are you, what are you <laughs> with shoes or without, or just all straight Crocs? No, no. I mean, well, if we want to make the money, we got to get rid of the shoes. What are your, uh, what's your go-to shoe? I wear Jordan's. Oh, you're a Jordan's guy. Yeah. All right. I'm staring at at least eight pair in front of me. You're a Jordan's guy. Okay. I See, I wonder. Now we know. Uh, Jorge, on 150 DK lineups, who would be your top three to four players that you 
be you will have all over in, or basically saying like have a lot of in your lineups and the top three that you'll definitely avoid. I don't really think you're avoiding players, but who on a four game slate specifically, but if you were to say like, who are your top three, four guys today, Josh, for as far as exposures are looking right now, DraftKings. Uh, did it say? Yes. Uh, Mikael Bridges, Giannis, Marcus Smart, Chris Paul. Okay. I don't know. Dude, we're at 915 right now. This is good stuff. You can't beat it, I mean, man. I'm assuming, too, it's also because you have no live before lock, but we'll take it. What do you think? Steven Leibowitz wants to know why someone needs eight pair of kicks. I'm rich, bitch, and I'll buy whatever I want. I, I have a... I have a ton too, but yeah. it's just, but I don't go out and buy them at once. I just try and keep them clean. And then I go out and buy, like, I haven't bought a new pair in a while. I like eight is just what I see. It's more than eight. That's sure. just what's on the rack in front of me. Sure. I like Air Max. I, I have some, you know, some nice yeah. looking Air Max. I try and keep them clean, you know, and then I won't buy another pair for a while, but you keep them clean and you just add to it until she's like, yo, get rid of some of these shoes. I get like two new pair no. a year. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't do two a year. I don't do too. That's I, I got to spend my money on, man. Yeah, I, look, I don't blame you. I, I don't think it's a problem. Yeah. Oh, it's more, guys, it's more than eight. It's just eight on the shoe rack that's out in my office. Correct. Correct. I buy like three hats a year, I think. God, I got to, I always rotate. See, you're not, you keep that same hat. That hat's been trucking for a minute. It's actually not as old as it seems. It's about a year. Uh, oh. For the first like three years of Osmo, I wore a different snapback like every day i got like a stack of 20 that i I just throw them out once they start this one just this fits me so perfectly now i just love it yeah you just if what oh if it fits it fits man i get it yeah how does jay crowder fit today along with deandre ayton for this phoenix team uh i mean he's getting a lot of love today which is Interesting. I don't know how necessary that is. 4,400 on FanDuel, 4,200 on DraftKings. I gave him 28 minutes. Like, I like him. I don't necessarily think that he deserves the ownership that he's getting. Clearly a guy that you want to get to. That's a great price. But Phoenix doesn't have Phoenix doesn't have to and probably won't go crazy. Like, I think this is going to be like a standard issue good game for the Suns in the regular season instead of like the playoffs. But like, does Booker play 40 and Bridges play 40? Yeah, probably. I don't think that they're going to go insane with their rotations yet. They just don't have any reason. So I actually think Jay Crowder is probably a little bit overowned in comparison to some of the other options you can get to in that low fours range. I want to get more DeAndre Ayton, whose ownership I think is fully warranted. But Bridges is the guy that I like the most. 5,400 on FanDuel, 5,200 on DK. I assume he plays 40 minutes. And that's why I don't totally, like, is he more expensive than Jay Crowder? Yeah, by like $1,000. That's a lot. But they're basically the same sort of per minute guys. And I think that Bridges could potentially play like 12 more minutes than Jay Crowder. So I really like the idea of getting to bridges, but I'm happy to get to any of the starting five from Phoenix because it's just a good matchup. The Pelicans aren't great. They're not minutes. Are Pelicans have great. a worse record than the Knicks this season. The Knicks are at home. They didn't make right? the play in at all. Yes. What? Why, why, why do you doubt me here? You know, I'm looking that shit up. That's fine. 37 and 45 Knicks. Wow. Yeah. So like, you know, it's the Pels. Now, obviously, the Pelicans are a little bit better now that they have C.J. McCollum. They're a slightly different team, but I don't think the difference between C.J. McCollum and Josh Hart is all that different. You know, they're just like not a very good team. They're gonna get the, they're gonna get destroyed by Phoenix. Gonna get those doors blown off. They are favorite options if you had to pick, say two from the starting five today from Phoenix. Yeah, Bridges for sure. Bridges Maybe. and Paul. Bridges and Paul. Okay. Yeah. 7,600 for Chris Paul just isn't correct today. All right. Let's wrap it up with this. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on Easter. Uh, Hopefully you guys all have a wonderful rest of the day. We'll close it out uh, with this. And maybe it's helpful to some of you as well. Just pulling this up in discord. Cause apparently there was another super chat that was missed. I thought so. Uh, And someone just hit me up in discord. I hit them. Didn't I? (laughs) The jets. Hold on. There was one Jets World said he had one. I can't. I'm assuming. 
I don't know if he has the same name in there. Joe, well, what? We'll answer it in Discord for you, man. All right, bro. Have a good, safe trip heading up to PA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be uh, cold for the next three days. So thanks to nobody in Pennsylvania for that because it's 75 here. <laughs> yeah, that sucks because it's been really nice. And then only today, tomorrow, and Tuesday are going to be kind of cold. And then it's going to be 60s and 70s again for like three weeks. Yep, that's when I, I leave on Wednesday. It'd be all right. Anyway, have a great day to all of you and uh, happy Easter. If you celebrate it, stay safe. We'll see you back here tomorrow. A little NBA action. Enjoy the day. And thanks as always, Jordan Klein, for producing this one. Oh, and we're over 300 likes, Josh. 320. I mean, hey, boom. Making things happen. We're incredible. Peace.